Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. So purihin ang Panginoon. Once again, tayo po ay lumapit sa Panginoon. Inaanyayahan niya tayo sa kanyang presensya. And uh, let's uh, just uh, do that. Let's uh, draw near to the Lord by faith. Let's uh, just uh, center our whole being to Him. Mag-focus po tayo. Uh, Titigil muna natin ng kung ano man yung ginagawa natin. Maybe we're multitasking. Uh, let's just put down yung kung ano man yung mga uh, ginagawa natin. And let's just focus on our Lord. No? Yung pag-practice ng solitude and silence before God is so crucial sa ating spiritual growth. So, that's my encouragement to each one. No? Mag-focus tayo sa Panginoon. And let's come before the Lord, no? Um, with expectation, with faith, with willingness to listen. Amen. Amen. It's very important nowadays for the church to raise up effective communicators. Napakahalaga sa panahon natin ngayon na magkaroon talaga ng mga effective na communicators in the church. There are so many messengers out there, no? Maraming mga nagsasalita uh, who try to distort, no? God's truth or obscure God's truth or parang deceive people, no? By communicating uh, what is false or partially true, siguro, you know? And uh, this, of course, is creating a lot of problems sa mga tao, especially when they believe these things na hindi naman talaga totoo or maybe just partially true. Unfortunately, here's the problem, no? These people are very good communicators. So I'm talking about those in media, you know, TV, uh, internet, uh, or even in the print media. Siyempre, mauhusay lahat sila, aral sila. They're very qualified and they're very good, no? When it comes to communication. So they succeed in basically misleading and deceiving many people, no? Which is sad. However, tayo po in the church, instead of improving our skills in communication, we still rely on old methods or traditional ways of communicating uh, that are not really very effective, especially sa panahon natin ngayon. So, we end up basically talking to no one and no one pays attention to us. So, we are not able to get a hearing for our message, which is the gospel. And we know that this message, the good news, is the most life-changing message of all. So, it is sad when we are not able to communicate effectively. 
Today we want to look at uh, a person, his name is John, or John the Baptist as we know him. Um, and he's able to successfully communicate no, his message. So much so na yung mga tao even thought that he was the Christ, no, he was the Messiah. Of course, he is just a forerunner. Uh, he was sent ahead of the Messiah, of Jesus. Pero nevertheless, he was effective, no? And we want to find out more about the principles of effective communication uh, through his example. So our passage today is Luke chapter 3, verse 1 to 14. So basahin natin to. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, Tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, Tetrarch of Iturea and Traconitis, and Lysanias, Tetrarch of Abilene. During the reign of, uh, during the high priesthood, sorry, of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah in the desert. He went into all, all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is, uh, as is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, a voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley, every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight, the rough ways smooth. And all mankind will see God's salvation. John said to the crowds coming out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath. Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, we have, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. What should we do then? The crowd asked. John answered, the man with two tunics should share with him who has none, and the one who has food should do the same. Tax collectors also came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, what should we do? Don't collect any more than you are required to, he told them. Then some soldiers asked him, and what should we do, he replied. Don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. So this is the word of the Lord para sa atin for today. Tayo po ay manalangin and let's ask God to speak to us through His word. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for today. Thank you for calling us from different parts of the world to come together in this place of grace. Para makinig sa iyong salita, Panginoon, at matuto. So, Lord, speak to us and help us, Lord God, to understand your word. 
give clarity to our hearts and minds, O Lord, and use me, Panginoon, by your grace, that I may be able, Lord God, to effectively communicate your word, which is also our topic today. So, tulungan niyo po kami, Panginoon, as we open up ourselves to you, Lord God, today. Speak, O Lord, through your Holy Spirit, and bless us, Lord God, with your word. This is our prayer, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, thanks be to God. We want to talk about uh, effective communication. And like I said, you know, sa mundong kinagagalawan natin, ang mga tao are, you know, very effective in communicating, lalo na yung mga tao nasa mundo, you know, mga tao nasa media, nasa social media, ganyan. They're very effective, you know, yung mga marketing people. And of course, they're able to convince many people, no, concerning whatever message they want to communicate. Now, in the church, of course, that's a quite a challenge para sa atin that we, because we are not really professionals. But I believe we can learn, you know, effective communication also. And that's what we want to talk about uh, this morning. How can we communicate God's Word effectively? Paano ba tayo makakapag-communicate ng salita ng Panginoon sa mga tao in a more effective manner? There are three principles na kikita ko sa ministry ni John the Baptist that we can learn no, about and uh, hopefully we can apply. The first is, you know, nakikita ko kay John the, Baptist, John the Baptist that he was able to hear God's word faithfully and clearly. In spite of all the noise and all the different things that were happening all around him, he was able to hear God's word faithfully and clearly. And in the same way, ganun din tayo dapat, no? Of course, you know, there are conditions for us to be able to do that. So, tingnan natin yung verses 1 and 2 of our passage. Sabi sa verse 1, In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, Tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip, Tetrarch of Iturea and Traconitis, and Lysanias, Tetrarch of Abilene. During the reign, uh, sorry, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the desert. Now, this is a, you know, a very, you know, simple, kung tutusin natin parang simple, uh, you know, uh, words or narrative, but it tells us a lot, you know. Sinasabi dito sa passage na to na sa gitna ng maraming mga masasabi natin na mga significant na political events that were going on and even religious events that were happening and people, you know, vying for positions of authority and power uh, all around, you know. Pero sabi, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the desert. Now, of course, it does not explain kung ano talaga yung naging proseso nito. But uh, in my understanding of the scriptures, pag sinabing the word of God came to so and so, that means that the spirit of God impressed, you know, the word of God upon the heart or the spirit of a person. 
so that he can hear clearly no that it is the lord speaking to him so what is significant dito is that this happened in the desert so while everyone is busy no it's a secular world trying to accomplish whatever it is they want to accomplish trying to be successful trying to be powerful trying to find their place in the world here is john you know living in the desert and because of that he was able to hear the word of god faithfully and clearly i think uh, ito yung unang prinsipyo ng effective communication We should be able to hear God's word faithfully and clearly. And how could that happen? Only if we live a life of contemplation, no? A life of listening, of paying attention to the Lord, of regularly setting aside time to reflect upon things and to listen to God's truth in our hearts. to have regular times of solitude and silence of prayer of studying the word of god at hindi yung living our lives in such a hurried way na talagang our souls are so distracted what we need today are christians who are able to to live their lives with the right balance of contemplation and action sempre hindi naman ibig sabihin na You know, pupunta tayo sa literal desert at doon magtatago na lang tayo. Actually, sa Bible, the word desert uh, represents, you know, a place of solitude. A place of uh, being silent from all the noise. So it's more than just a literal place. Of course, in the case of John, it is a literal place. Talagang disyerto yung kanyang tinitirhan. Pero tayong mga modernong tao, we don't need to go to the desert. But we can find our own quiet places, our sacred places of grace. Ang problema lang talaga is we're so busy, uh, we're so caught up with so many things. In fact, hirap tayo to be silent before the Lord. Kasi maraming noise sa puso natin. What we need today para magkaroon tayo ng mga effective communicators are people who are, who are able to arrange their lives in such a way that they can always posture themselves to listen to God yun ang kailangan natin ngayon mga tao who knows how to hear and discern God's voice in the midst of so many voices out there I don't know about you pero I'm sure you are challenged by this As we are, you know, are we are all challenged by it. Pero it doesn't mean that we are going to give up. Kailangan maunawaan natin kung anong root cause ng ating pagiging aligaga. Why is it hindi tayo makapag-quiet down to listen to the Lord? Maybe it's because we are so attached to so many things. Yun ang kailangan natin i-address sa puso natin. You know, because when we have, you know, disordered attachments and, uh, you know, all kinds of things na nagiging idolatry sa puso natin, it will be very hard for us to pay attention to the Lord. So the very first principle of effective communication in the Christian way, sempre, is that we need to hear God's word faithfully and clearly. 
And I believe it's possible for us if we would just repent from our hurriedness and learn to really set aside regular times of solitude and silence and of rest. Upang sa ganun, ma-develop yung puso natin in hearing God. Now, the second principle is this. Proclaim God's word faithfully and clearly. That's what I see in John. He was able to proclaim God's word faithfully and clearly. And so, tingnan natin yan mula verses 3 hanggang 6. Sabi sa verse 3, He went into all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The first thing I noticed dito is that he went into all the country around the Jordan. In other words, hindi siya naghintay ng audience. He was willing to go outside of his comfort zone or beyond yung kanyang place na kinalalagyan, which is the desert. Instead, he went to where the people are at. You know, one, one of the things that I noticed sa maraming mga tao, uh, lalong-lalo na in the Christian world, is there is this negative view about uh, the social media. And rightly so. Even media in general, no? like television ganyan, or movies, there is a parang disdain or a negative view about these things. Parang sa isip ng marami, parang, ah, ito worldly yan, you know, or satanic yan. But the problem is that that's where the people are at. Nandun sila eh. Where do you find people who do not know the Lord? Diyan, sa social media, sa internet, sa Instagram, sa TikTok, you know, andun sila eh. Sa Twitter, and of course, sa TV. That's where they are. Sa movies, kung marunong lang sana gumawa ng pelikula, you know, I probably would try that as well. But here's the point, no? To become effective communicators, we cannot just simply preach from a pulpit. We must be willing to go where the people are at, you know? And, you know, matuto tayong intindihin yung mundo nila and matuto tayong mag-proclaim ng mensahe natin doon in a way that is acceptable sa kanila. And I remember my young, my eldest son, you know, uh, giving me counsel one time. Sabi niya, Dad, pag ikaw ay magpo-post sa social media, huwag masyadong mahaba. Because those who are in social media don't want to read yung wall of text. You know, that was an enlightening enlightening uh, comment no, na nareceive ko sa anak ko. And I came to realize na tama yun. And unfortunately, there are those who are of my profession, mga pastor, who would like to bombard yung kanilang mga newsfeed with walls of text. Of course, nobody reads it. Sayang haba-haba, you know. And I believe to become effective communicators, we must learn how to adapt. At ito si John the Baptist, sabi niya, malinaw yung kanyang mesahe, no? Preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So he was proclaiming a clear message. And I believe yun ang kailangan natin, you know? Kailangan matuto tayo na maging klaro at simple yung mensahe natin. Every time na nagpe-prepare ako ng devotions, for those of you who might, uh, you know, ask me, one of the most difficult things is trying to boil it down or summarize it into one principle. 
even in my Sunday's, Sunday sermons pa nagpipreach ako, I usually struggle with that one particular step, trying to boil down the idea into one clear sentence na kayang maarok ng mga tao. You know, especially if they would just listen to it carefully. So that's really a challenge, no? But I do it because I believe na maaaring di maalala ng lahat ng mga nakikinig na lahat ng mga sinabi ko, but hopefully they would hear the turning point, yung tinatawag kong turning point, the main thing that I want them to hear and understand. Now, si John the Baptist is of course following uh, yung uh, Old Testament prophecy to sa ministry niya. Sabi sa verse 4, as is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, a voice of one calling in the desert. Now, I like that, a voice. Ibig sabihin, sa gitna ng mga maraming nagsasata, John was a voice. No, In other words, he distinguished himself. You know, he differentiated himself. There were probably many voices, but he came up, you know, he came out rather with a specific voice or a specific stance. Yung friend ko na journalist told me one time, sabi niya, yung voice is who you are. You know, you have to differentiate yourself. So itong sinasabi tukol kay John na he is a voice of one calling the desert really speaks a lot about, uh, speaks a lot rather, about John as a communicator. Sabi ganyan, a voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for Him. No? Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low, the crooked roads shall become straight, the rough ways smooth. So meron siyang, you know, malinaw na ikang uh, mensahe at goal sa kanyang pagpapahayag. It's not just it's not to entertain people, it's not to uh, look cute or anything. So yung verse 6 is the most important verse. Sabi niya, and all mankind will see God's salvation. So ang goal niya is to make sure that people are prepared at uh, you know, maunawaan nila no purpose ni Lord at higit sa lahat, you know, maging malinaw sa kanila yung kaligtasan ng Panginoon. Unfortunately, minsan yung mga nagko-communicate, parang gusto nilang, you know, talakayin yung mga komplikadong mga doktrina, yung mga import, mga, you know, uh, parang mga nosebleed na mga katuruan, just to appear parang smart sila or unique sila. But at the end of the day, people are not really helped, you know. Hindi naman talaga sila natutulungan. Instead, parang meron lang na tututunan ng mga tao something na bago. Wow, you know, which they can be proud of. Alam, alam nila itong particular nuance of theology. But this is not helpful. What is helpful is that at the end of the day, ang mga tao is brought to the Lord and brought to Jesus. And they are, uh, you know, they're given wisdom toward the salvation that comes through faith in Christ. And of course, salvation is not just, uh, hindi ibig kong sabihin na puro evangelistic lang ang ating mga mensahe. Because salvation is more than just yung initial transaction or initial decision natin. It's really the whole of life. No? And so, by salvation, I mean yung God's purpose and intention for people. And so, to proclaim God's word faithfully and clearly, yan yung challenge sa atin ngayon bilang mga communicators. Iwasan natin yung parang 
sa pagko-communicate natin, hindi tayo maunawaan ano exactly ang mensahe natin. At kung maunawaan man tayo, parang gusto natin malalim, parang mahirap intindihin, nosebleed, you know, let's do our best to be simple, to be clear. Uh, I like one particular book that I read, ano, na kung saan ang tinuturo niya itong kung sa vision statement. Sabi nung author na yun, I believe it's, uh, you know, uh, who was that guy? I forgot his name. Pero sabi niya, you know, dapat yung vision statement daw ng isang organization should be clear at kasya sa t-shirt. <laughs> so, ang ibig niya sabihin, hindi kinakailangan na maging exacto, precise, and carefully nuanced. Kailangan lang clear. And of course, sa bawat mensahe, we cannot really say everything. So, we have to choose. We have to make sure na yung sasabihin natin is exactly lang what the Lord would want us to communicate. So, first, we've got to learn how to hear God's Word faithfully and clearly. Pangalawa, we need to proclaim God's Word faithfully and clearly also. And then, finally, we need to apply God's Word faithfully and clearly as well. And we see this in verses 7 to 14. No? Sabi sa verse 7, let's look at that. Verse 7, John said to the crowds coming out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Now, you know, siguro sa panahon natin yun bilang modernong tao, we may find that offensive, you know? But of course, during the time of uh, John, a prophet is expected to speak like that, okay? Dahil, uh, you know, uh, a prophet goes directly to the point, no? Hindi sila nagpapaligoy-ligoy. Now, of course, today, siyempre, kailangan maging ano rin naman tayo, no? Uh, tawag dito, maging uh, thoughtful din and respectful tayo. Pero at the same time, we should not be afraid. We should not be afraid of what people would say or think about us. Uh, but we should be able to speak clearly, no? Kung ano ang pinapasabi ng Panginoon. Now, in verse 8, sabi niya, Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. So, ang ibig sabihin ni John is, uh, you know, he wants to go directly to the main thing, which is the heart of the people. At sabi niya, kailangan produce fruit in keeping with repentance. In other words, Wag lang magrepent ng panlabas, but rather magkaroon ng totoong repentance from the heart. And then sabi niya sa verse 9, The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. So John is talking about, you know, yung idea that God is looking at the heart. Talaga bang ready mag-turn ng mga tao for the salvation that God would reveal. So, yun yung mensahe ni John. Eh. He had to challenge people to be prepared. So, sa verse 10, sabi, what should we do then? The crowd asked. So, sa verse 11, John answered, the man with two tunics should share with him who has none and the one who has food should do the same. Now, of course, hindi ibig sabihin ni John na we are saved by our good works. He simply means na kung talaga nagre-repent ang mga tao, makikita mo yan sa mga actions, yung pagbabago, yung tinatawag na change of affections. No? You see that. like Just like when a person is in love with a woman, 
Makikita mo may magbabago sa kanya, sa behavior niya, sa actions niya. In verse 12, the tax collectors also came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, what should we do? Now, sabi ni John, don't collect any more than you are required to. I think dito, this is uh, something that is worth pondering upon, you know. Hindi niya sinabi sa mga tax collectors na mag-quit na kayo ng trabaho nyo, maghanap na kayo ng ibang trabaho. Instead, sinabi lang niya sa kanila na huwag kayo mangulekta, no, ng more than what is required. Kasi yung nga ginagawa ng mga tax collectors noon, they are trying to parang take advantage of people. And then in verse 14, ano, Then some soldiers asked him, And what should we do? He replied, Don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. Again, insightful ito. Kasi yung mga soldiers, we all know, di ba? They are into the line of uh, work na talagang they have to sometimes kill people and etc. Pero instead of telling them, Uy, wag kayong ganyan, di ba? Maging pacifist kayo. Well, he just told them that don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. So, sa madaling salita, you know, he made sure that he applied God's word faithfully and clearly to sa iba't ibang mga tao. And that's the same principle that we can actually follow uh, as effective communicators. Yung application natin, gawin natin ano, parang talagang tunay na application. Pwede talagang ipatupad ng mga normal na tao sa kanilang buhay. Huwag lang tayo magturo ng mga parang malalalim na mga bagay na wala naman talagang clear application sa buhay. So again, here are the three principles. First, hear God's word faithfully and clearly. Pangalawa, proclaim God's word faithfully and clearly. And then pangatlo, apply God's word faithfully and clearly. Sa madaling salita, to communicate effectively, we must communicate God's word faithfully and clearly. And today, yan ang kailangan natin. We need communicators who are effective in communicating the word of God faithfully and clearly. Sa Tagalog, para maging epektibo sa ating komunikasyon, Kailangan ipahayag natin ang salita ng Diyos ng tapat at malinaw. Tapat at malinaw. And that is our challenge today. No? Uh, I know na hindi naman kayong lahat ma- mga communicators, you know, in, in a way na parang kayo ay nagpapahayag talaga ng Word of God. But if ever meron kayong faith na ganoon, and if ever you would communicate, make sure na maging faithful kayo sa salita ng Panginoon, communicate talaga what the Word of God says and do it in such a clear manner na yung mga tao maunawaan nila what exactly it is that you're saying at ano ang gagawin nila because of that. Let us pray for more effective communicators in the body of Christ. At kapag nakakita tayo ng ganun, supportahan natin yan. Because, you know, yan ang kailangan natin ngayon eh. And if there are people who are communicating God's truth sa social media, i-affirm natin yan, ipag-pray natin sila. Huwag natin sila i-criticize. Kung meron tayong mga membro na nasa media, like television or whatever, you know, we should pray for these people. Kasi they are in those kinds of uh, ikanga mediums na that can be very effective today. 
Huwag lang tayo mag-rely doon sa pulpito on a Sunday. Ilan lang ba ang nakikinig doon on a Sunday? Siyempre yung audience lang natin, yung congregation. That's why ako, I really believe in online ministry, katulad ng ginagawa ko ngayon. Because I know I'm able to reach more people for Christ through this medium. And please pray for me that I may be able to effectively communicate the Word of God. Maging malinaw at maging faithful ako sa salita ng Panginoon. So let us all pray. Lord God, kailangan nga po ng mga effective communicators ngayon sa church. Lord, tulungan niyo po kami na matuto kami. I pray na mag-raise up ka ng mga tao na gifted sa media, sa social media, sa television, sa pelikula. Lord, I pray that we may have more and more effective, effective communicators sa mga ari ng ganito. Upang sa ganun, hindi lang yung mga worldly people ang nagsasalita at gumagamit ng mga medium na yun. Lord, I pray that you would raise up effective communicators and Lord, tulungan nyo po kami na magkaroon kami ng resources, magkaroon kami ng budget, magkaroon kami ng kakayanan to uh, penetrate yung ganong mga arenas for the gospel. So Lord, maraming salamat po. Thank you for giving us faith and vision and also for challenging us. Thank you, Lord God. We praise you. We glorify you. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Let's give thanks to the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.